All right, what's up, dudes and dudettes? Uh, this is Ali, and this is episode technically two, but we're gonna call it one just because, like, I wanted to do one episode for each symptom. Um, so I put up a schedule on my Instagram story, but I'm not like I might not stick to it. So like we'll see. Um, the first symptom we're talking about is extreme emotional swings. I'm gonna read to you the like professional description about extreme emotional swings just because like it's easier than me explaining it wrong and like we us getting nowhere. So what it says is unstable emotions and moods are common with BPD. One moment you may feel happy and the next despondent. Little things that other people brush off can send you into an emotional tailspin. These moods, these mood swings are quick, are intense, but they tend to pass fairly quickly, usually lasting just a few minutes or hours. And this is super different because with like depression or bipolar disorder, you're, you have mood swings, but they last for so much longer, whereas like people with BPD, they have super intense emotional swings, but they're, they're really quick, they're just, like, really insanely intense, um, the thing that I have the most trouble explaining to people is how I just move on so quickly, and, or, like, how I just, like, can go from happy to sad in, like, 3.2 seconds, with BPD, like, you have such, it's almost like you have no control over your emotions, and usually when I say that, people are like, oh my god, like, shut up, you have control over yourself, and like, trust me, I used to say that too, because it never made sense to me when people were like, "Ah, I'm having an out-of-body experience, like, this is so crazy, and I was like, okay, we can all control ourselves, it's fine, but it wasn't until the last, like, couple months where I was like oh I know what it's like to have like an out-of-body experience where I've I've been so angry I've done really horrible things so I always I can go from like literally the, the most evil violent destructive person to like completely fine in two seconds and it's very it's very it's so hard to watch like people like my parents be like what what is wrong with you like do you not remember the fight we just had it's like no and they're always like do you remember what you said to us and I'm like no and like that's kind of what it feels like to like have a quote-unquote out-of-body experience it's like you don't remember it you're literally not in control and I'm still like careful when I say like I'm not in control because I would say like seven out of ten times like I am in control but those three times that I'm not like those are really 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 bad so my friend brought this up to me um there's a quote about BPD by like a freaking doctor, duh, um, 
she said people with BPD are like people with third degree burns over 90% of their bodies. Lacking emotional skin, they feel agony at the slightest touch or movement. So this, I'm like still like confused about this because like I'm still in denial about like half this shit BB, B, DP says, D, B, D, P. I'm also uh, dyslexic. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think about like this mental disorder with a different view because even I was not, I'm still like in somewhat of a denial that like I have it. Uh, just because I don't want to be labeled as someone with like a disorder or whatever. But I have like one example and like I guess I'll just let you into like a little part of like what's been going on with my life right now. So I had a situation and like most of the things I'm talking about is like recent as in like it happened like yesterday. So a lot of the stuff that I'm, like, a lot of the events that I'm talking about, like, literally just happened, so about, like, a month and a half ago, I, my dad and I, we always, 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 always fight, like, massive fights, screaming, yelling, we have to ask the neighbors if they heard anything, it gets really, really crazy, and I was so, 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 so mad, um, he actually ended up he kicked me out. He took me straight to a hotel. Uh, basically rented the hotel room for a week. And then after that said, see you later. Here's all your shit. Get out of my house and don't talk to us again. There's more to that story, but that's just like the basics. So once I was in the hotel, I got super, super angry because he gave me like 30 minutes to pack. And, like, even a landlord has to give you more time. They have to give you a month. And my dad literally gave me 30 minutes, and I forgot everything. So, like, I had my computer, but I didn't have my charger. And keep in mind, like, this is during the beginning part of, like, the quarantine. So I obviously had nowhere to go. I couldn't really... Stores were basically closed. I couldn't really get a charger. I needed my charger from home. And I was so furious because, like, my dad was not budging. He was not letting me get my charger. And, like, I work on my laptop. I have school on my laptop. I was Skyping, Skype tutoring students uh, on my laptop. So, like, I actually needed it for, like, a purpose. Not just, like, I want to play games on my computer. Anyways... After that, like, he still wouldn't give it to me, like, during the night, or, like, after dinner, time-wise, like, he still wasn't giving it to me, so I went, it was at, like, 9.30, 10, probably later, I went to my house, and I started, like, ringing the doorbell super And, like, I started kicking the door, and I was just, like, ringing the doorbell over and over again. It was super annoying. I was annoyed. And, like, this is the moment where that whole 
out-of-body experience started. So I was, I was standing at my door. I was ringing it. I was knocking on the door. I was like, I need my laptop. I could see my dad. We have this little glass, like, window piece in the center, so I could literally see my dad looking out at me. And I was like, dude, I, I just need my laptop charger. That's it. Like, one thing. Just give it to me, and I'll go. And he was like, you can come back tomorrow, like, we're busy. And I was like, we're in a quarantine, like, you're not fucking busy, so don't say that shit to me. And he was like, no, no, we're busy. Come back tomorrow, or, like, I'll drop it off tomorrow. And I was like, fuck this, no. So I got so angry that I picked up a rock, and I started banging it against the door, like, full on, like, and, like, I'm a little girl, but... Let me tell you, like, I am strong AF if I'm mad. So here I am banging a rock against the glass part of the door. I'm trying to break the door handle open. Uh, I go to my parents' room is, like, facing the front yard. So I was, like, hitting the window with a rock in my hand, and I, I could hear my mom in her room but I was just like sitting there banging hold up sorry I'm reading a CNN thing oh okay so I was sitting there or I was standing there like banging on the door banging on the window until like I was enraged and I can't tell you how hard I tried to stop myself from from just like creating more chaos I I literally couldn't I could not stop until I heard the glass shatter. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta get out of here. So, long story short, sorry, that was, like, really poorly told story. But long story short, I broke the window at my parents' house. I broke their bedroom window um, with a rock. And my parents thought that I was on drugs, and my dad, I remember my dad asking me, like, are you intoxicated right now, like, what are you on, and I was like, I'm not on anything, I'm driving, not that that makes it, like, obviously, like, people drive and drink and whatever, but, like, I wasn't on drugs, like, that was, that was me sober, having, like, a BPD attack, and it just really sucked afterwards because my parents told like my entire family and probably everyone else that I was on drugs and I I don't know it just like really hurt because like yes again I'll say it I've done drugs I've been on drugs but on that specific day I can tell you that I was I was clean I was not on drugs that day um, I can't remember if I had taken my meds, but to me, that's just, like, a very minor part of why, of, like, my day. Like, people don't realize that meds, they do not cure you. They have the ability to help, but they, it's, it's not a cure, and it never will be a cure. That's just substituting that's basically like you're substituting something. I forgot what I was gonna say. 
anyways, um, so fast forward, like, three weeks, uh, I am staying at a friend's house, and keep in mind, like, I, I am super weird, I hate my parents sometimes, they're amazing, and I love them the next, and then I hate them, and it just goes back and forth, I think a lot of people can identify with that, but that's, that's, like, one of the examples of, like, a super unstable relationship in my life, uh, and it's not, it's honestly probably my fault, but I have a lot of things that I'm very angry at my parents for, like, some of the choices that they made for me as a child and which is why I'll say this it's why that like I I was so angry that my parents told our friends and family that like I I was a drug addict because part of the reason why I turned to drugs was like they planted that seed at the age of like eight or nine I was I was diagnosed with ADHD and my parents literally started giving me Adderall in the fourth grade how in the world are you going to justify giving your child Adderall in the fourth grade people don't understand like the the impact that had on my like psychologically on on just my behavior in general, and it's like, I'm in fourth grade, of course I can't fucking sit through class, nobody can, like, screw you, go fuck yourself, sorry, um, but, like, and then, like, in high school, and, like, even basically more in college, I started becoming, like, addicted to Adderall, and it was just, like, something that I took, and the crashes were awful, which we'll talk about in, like, probably a later time, but it, it was just, the entire thing was just horrible, and it's like, why would you tell people that I was on drugs when I wasn't, and that's not to say that, like, I do, I 100% understand why they think I was on drugs, trust me, I do, I really understand it, because honestly, it looked like I was on drugs, I was that crazy, but the reality of it was that I wasn't on drugs, and I can't even stress that enough, like, I just wasn't on drugs, and they just assumed that I was, but this is where that disconnect is between drugs and mental health, and like I said, I think a lot of people get mistaken for, like, being a drug addict when it's really mental health, and vice versa, like, people who have, like, drug problems covered up with like the mental health issue uh but I like totally got off track about like emotional mood swings my bad (laughs) so like clearly we're not really sticking to it but like we're trying um it's 15 minutes already and I feel like I've blabbered for so long you guys should like shut the fuck up or maybe no one's listening whatever anyways uh, maybe I'll talk about, like, mood swings more, <laughs> but that was, like, not a very good example, because basically that's, like, where I'm at right now, so I'll probably talk about it. 
I will definitely talk about it more, at least, like, where I'm at and kind of what's going on. I'm sorry, this is, like, long AF. You guys really don't need to hear all that. But sometimes it feels good to just, like, get off the chest. So, tomorrow will be episode two. It's technically three, but we're just going to say two. I'm, like, sweating my brains out in a dark closet right now, so I'm going to go. But keep up with me on the social medias, and I will see you guys well. You'll hear me tomorrow.